money hungry. Dad couldn't keep it in his pants, and now my mom and sister would have to deal with the stigma it would cause. People would feel sorry for my mom. This was already devastating to her, and she didn't even know yet that the other woman was barely a woman. My younger sister, Amanda, had caught them going at it late one evening when Mom had sent her over to the office to take Dad some dinner. She called me that night crying hysterically. I'd withdrawn from school, packed my things, and headed home. There was no other option. My family needed me. A knock at the door snapped me out of my internal tirade, and I went to see what chick was here looking for Cage this time. God knew the guy had an endless line of females parading through his life. My new roommate was a player, a major player. He put my best friend Preston to shame. I twisted the knob and swung the door open without peeking through the hole. The surprise was on me. I'd been prepared to tell whatever tall, willowy, large, but obviously fake-chested female dressed in almost nothing waiting outside the door that Cage was busy with another one very similar to her. Except a very natural, almost curvy redhead stood before me. Red-rimmed eyes and a tear-streaked face gazed up at me. There were no mascara lines running down her face, her hair wasn't styled, but pulled back in a ponytail. She wore jeans and what appeared to be an authentic back-in-black ACDC concert t-shirt. No belly button drawing attention to a flat, tanned stomach, and her clothes weren't skin-tight. Well, maybe the jeans were a little snug, but they hugged her hips nicely. My appreciation of her legs in the slim-fit jeans stopped, however, when I noticed the small beat-up suitcase clutched tightly in her hand. Is Cage here? Her voice sounded broken and musical at the same time. I was having a hard time digesting that this girl was here for Cage. She wasn't anything like he veered toward. Nothing was enhanced. Everything from her thick, dark copper hair to the Chuck Taylors on her feet screamed not Cage's type, and the fact that she was carrying a suitcase, well, that couldn't be good. Uh, um, no. Her shoulders slumped, and another sob escaped her. One small, dainty hand flew up in an attempt to mute the sound of her obvious distress. Her nails were even classy, not too long, with a smooth, rounded tip, and soft pink nail polish. I left my cell phone, she let out a sigh, then continued. At my sister's, I need to call him. Can I come in? Cage was out with a swimsuit model who apparently had a thing for college baseball players. I knew from the way he talked he didn't intend to come up for air much tonight. He'd never answer her call, and I hated to see her get more upset than she already was. A horrible thought crossed my mind. Surely he hadn't gotten this girl pregnant. Couldn't he see how freaking innocent she was? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if he'll answer. He's busy... tonight. 
She shot me a sour smile and nodded, stepping around me. I know the kind of busy he is, but he'll talk to me. She sounded rather confident. I wasn't feeling her confidence myself. Do you have a cell I can use? I reached into the pocket of my jeans and handed it to her, unable to argue with her further. She had stopped crying, and I wanted to keep it that way. Thanks. I'll try calling first. I watched as she walked over to the sofa and dropped her suitcase to the floor with a thunk before sinking dejectedly down onto the worn cushions as if she'd been here a hundred times. Being as I'd only been moved in for two days, I wouldn't know if she had been here before or not. Cage was a friend of a friend who had been looking for a roommate. I'd needed somewhere to live fast, and his place was nice. Preston was on the same baseball team as Cage at the local community.